Can someone just remind me? Ian's voice carries. It does. Can someone just remind me? So when the the film was this yep. the the last film where um in Ant Man and the Wasp when Hank goes down. Uh, yes. He goes crazy, right? In the quantum realm. No, no, realm. He, do- he doesn't go crazy. No, but he, he start- starts to like get that yeah, weird. Yeah, starts hallucinating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, we rewatched it the other day. We rewatched it the other day. So Which you part? can't stay. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. You can't stay in the Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone <laughs> in the quantum. Zone. <laughs> can't stay here. You can't stay here, Hank. Oh, that's um, the title. Ant Man, Wasp Lady in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, that would work actually. There we go. We got it. We've done it. We've done it. close up shop, guys. That's it. End of the podcast. Um, okay, sorry. Just so yeah, when he goes into the Phantom Zone, we can talk about this in the episode. But when he goes into Phantom Zone, he starts to have hallucinations. He goes into the Phantom Zone. I'm saying, double down on it. <laughs> when you go in there, you start having hallucinations. Okay. Anyway, all right. Are we ready to go? Saying because that doesn't make sense with the. Phantom I get. We know. All right. Are we? I know what you're going to bring up. Leave it for the podcast. Sorry. Are we ready to go? Mummy and daddy are fighting. Yeah, no more chicken for you. No more chicken. Oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah, we got chicken as well. So, <laughs> oh, Chris um, can finally use that sound nugget that he got. Yeah, no more chicken. <laughs> chicken. Yeah, chicken's good. Chicken right, nuggets. Are we ready? and welcome to the Phantom Zone podcast, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now SoundCloud. We are here today to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and I'm joined by my good friends, Ian and Toby. Hi! Well, hello there. Hello. Hi. How are we all doing? Good. Yeah, good. Good. What an intro. What an yeah. intro. I was oh, going to say that guys. we should have just done that from the start. That was I great. Yeah, that was really good. Get out, good. Ian. Yeah, well, <laughs> what the Ian, listeners don't know is that this has oh. taken 20 minutes. And I, <laughs> so Simone's not wrong. They I am pretty terrible. That. They don't well, have they to do. That. What happened to Seamless? It's a catchphrase. <laughs> it's a seamless. It's seamless. You, 20 minutes of me trying to do an introduction, and we should have just gone with Simone in the you're first ruining, place. You're ruining the magic of the podcast. Oh, the, the illusion. Mystery, the, mystery. You know? the mystery. The mystery. Sorry. We just immediately log on and record. That's how it works. We're just that good. Professional. Professional. <laughs> Professionalism. We're not joined by Chris, unfortunately. He's no, not too well, no, but we're no sending our best. We, we love you, Chris. We, we miss you. you. We really need we you really, to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, please come back, please. please I can't. Please. I'm sweating like hell here. <laughs> seamless. We're seamless. So to yeah. start off, let's do some nerd news. <laughs> You are bringing it in on all cylinders. I know. So, do you want to? You should just host the podcast. I think I should really turn down the volume on my headphones. <laughs> God damn! Yeah, I'm deaf now. I am actually. Should deaf. I do it again? Was that too? No, 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 no. Don't please don't do it again. Please just. <laughs> let's, we're we're struggling. We're I'm struggling. Bleeding. I'm bleeding from my. Ear. <laughs> but yeah, we, it's, you're right. We have got nerd news. We're starting with, and I guess the first one off the bat for, you know. Uh, comic book related we've got some non-comic book related stuff today as well but is uh hellboy they're doing yet another remake of hellboy um third this time, time the charm, eh? third time is the charm that's what they say so this is direct well 
when you hear the director, I don't think you're going to be as excited by it. That's the problem with this. This is who's directing it. To me. I had no idea. This is this is straight off the press. This is straight off the press to you guys. Nobody knows about this. No, it's making. I'm making it up. No, um, the director of Crank and okay. Ghost Rider Two: Spirits of Vengeance. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Amazing films. <laughs> I mean, Crank is brilliant, but in all the wrong ways. Yeah. <laughs> and Ghost Rider. Oof. Oh, what it's was not it from, really sorry? the vibe. Was it I Ghost Rider? You said Ghost Rider Two. Jesus Spirits Christ. of Vengeance. Jesus. So not well, even you the. You must have loved that because of Nicolas Cage. But I love Nicolas. I was going to say it's a great film, but not again for the right reasons. Like, Ugh. and it even will, the. Di- it will be an experience. I feel like it's going to be an experience. But this know? isn't really. The vibe for like so Mike Mignola is also going to be writing the script again. He wrote this the the reboot with um what's his name from Stranger Things. Uh, you know who I mean. Yeah, the, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Hopper. 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 Yeah, Hopper. Hopper, Hopper is in it playing. Oh, his name you made me forget now. Damon David Harmer. Harmer something. David Harbour. That's David Harbour. We're very professional. But the <laughs> movie podcast. A movie Hollywood. with great research. This is what happens um, when Chris is not here. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a real mess. Um, seamless. So it's going to be called, apparently, this is all speculation at the moment, but we've got a fairly like framed out plot, which is it's going to be called The Crooked Man. And it's going to be based when Hellboy's like 20 or 30, so not old Hellboy. He's quite young still. And is going to be in a small town in America where things start becoming creepy and strange. So that all sounds fine. But then when you add the director, that's not really the Hellboy vibe, is it? No. You've read... Now, I'm not 100% up to date on Hellboy. Yeah. You've read all, if not all all of of them. Yeah. Yeah. Or most of it. Is that a narrative storyline? Um, Does that the, happen, or is that written for the movie? So there is one, the Crooked Man, yeah. It's, but like, it depends on how they do it because there's one where Hellboy's just carrying a crooked dude around, yeah. Who is like, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> he's real crooked. <laughs> he's got back um, problems. He's got real bad back problems, and he's dead. So that doesn't help. He's a zombie that he's carrying that'll around. It. That'll that'll do, do it. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that'll give you back problems. Those coffins. And um, he's carrying him around. So it depends on how they adapt it. You know, it's like the first Hellboy film, the one backed by Del Toro. It's like that has aspects of Hellboy in it, but it's not really anything like Hellboy, is it? It's kind of like... I've always liked those, but they've got just big dollops of Guillermo Del Toro all over them. Yeah. I like those films as well, though. I know some Hellboy fans do not because they are very like nothing like Hellboy, but... I liked them. They're good. They're fun. And then the recent one with Hopper from Stranger Things. David Harbour. I think it's like... <laughs> no, he's Hopper. It's Hopper, the character playing Hellboy. Um, <laughs> he That would make it better. That would. It's not bad, but the end of that film just goes like absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. So like, it's fairly good and it's got like Baba Yaga in it, which is very much a part of the Hellboy mythos and stuff. But then the end just goes, oh, yeah, that's fine. Forget about it. We're just going crazy. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. Maybe they should just leave it is how I feel. Or At do an animated show. Yeah. I, I mean, I always go for the animations because it's the closest you're ever going to get to actually looking like the material. Yeah. 
I am yeah. I'm a big proponent for going for animation. Me too. Because the I mean the best um animated or best uh, superhero movie I think we can most of us agree is Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. 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 You know. It, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Why Why fight to try and make it look believable or convincing on the live action when you can just get a really solid voice acting cast? Yeah. Who've had experience and just get great creative team like they did with Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah. I think I. I think we all agree. Yeah. Think, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, keeping on the comic book theme, I think the next piece of news is something that Simone has just watched. I watched when it came out after the Super Bowl and uh, rewatched recently. And Toby, you've watched it, what, 11 times, did you say? Uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> is the Flash trailer. We finally have footage for this long leave anticipated flash film and um looks fucking great doesn't it it looks it really Such good a shame it, that it looks so good because ezra miller is an awful human being <laughs> just the right don't actual, hold back you know the actual worst. <laughs> like just the worst he's the worst okay. of us as opposed to the last the worst of us um, it's, a, it's not a good thing you know no it's there's, definitely there's no, not yeah it's i guess it's one of those scenarios where it's just <laughs> There's such controversy behind yeah. them, everything that's going on sort of in the background with this thing. But somehow, again, this is the trailer. You know, the movie itself could it's be true. an absolute dump, a it dumpster could fire. Be. And we but know the, from experience with this universe, Suicide it, Squad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the trailer does look good. And it they does. hit all the nostalgia buttons. It really does. And they make the things <laughs> from the... the, the pr- the prior universe, i.e., Zod. The, <gasps> I love that. Engine. That's yeah. They made all those things that people were kind of like, oh, I don't know about the Snyderverse. That's something they actually made you hyped for it. Yeah, like, I seeing love Zod back. I was like, yes, I they fucking loved him. him back. Yeah. They brought him back, and then they got rid of Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I really like. They took. They listened to the podcast, they had a listen to us, and they were yeah. like, Flashpoint, they, these guys are geniuses, we should be doing Flashpoint. And they went a step further to not be like, oh, because something I always said, and I think I've said it to you, Toby, uh, and Simone, I definitely have said it to you, and I may have said it on this podcast, but I always thought they should have done like, you know, Zoom or one of the reverse flashes or yeah. something like that to to ignite this. But... I think like it totally makes sense to have General Zod as the bad yeah. guy in this. Yeah. Like that makes so much sense. It links it back, as you say. Yeah. And it's great. And to be fair, he's been quite whilst he may not have been the character that we knew throughout, he's been intrinsic because he was mm-hmm. his body was used for Doomsday. Yep. In or Batman whatever Superman, that kind or, of what thing was. The abomination, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that was it's it I think that's a an interesting move and i think it's quite good to sort of use your opening for this particular universe to kind of be a closer yeah yeah i, I totally nice. agree and it kind of puts the snyderverse <sighs> neatly to bed yeah just tuck it tucked in yeah you know with a hot chocolate you're in bed <laughs> now, you, there you go and michael keaton how oh. bu- brilliant <laughs> everyone oh yeah. how how they made that really really stiff looking suit be so dynamic in that action scene i'm 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 impressed it's amazing i never thought i'd see the day where i'd see michael keaton flying around like that yeah it's so true simone i mean we audibly heard your reaction to that scene 
you you were impressed, right? It was just fucking cool. Like it's yeah. just cool. It is like yeah, it's just cool. There's not much, th- much more to say. Like he's. Are we hyped then for this? I yeah, unfortunately I am hyped. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting though is now I'm seeing hyped. the trailer, you can see why they there was no way of getting Ezra Miller out of the movie. Yeah, no. He's literally playing two he's roles. Two, two of him. Yeah. Of them, sorry. In this. That would have been a nightmare to recast and reshoot. And <laughs> you'd basically you have to start from the beginning again, wouldn't you, really? Yeah. Maybe they could do like a deep fake thing, like put someone else's face <laughs> over <on>. their face. <laughs> no. Simone's just like, there's still time. There's still <laughs> time. <laughs> if you think about it, it? Think, think about, about it. it. You can do it. Um, yeah, no, I'm hyped. And I really hope they like... We've said it previously when we talked about what they're going to do with the DCU. I think it's. I think this would be a really good closer, as you say, tucking it in bed, get the hot chocolate, put the sleeping cap on the Snyderverse. You've gone to sleep. It's all good. Smother it with a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. And if they killed off this version of the Flash in a in a way where it's like runs through the speed force we've seen that in the comics it works really well and i think that would be a really nice way to just tie off this universe whilst jumping into the new one really well yeah and this has got me hyped it really yeah. has well good good stuff um next we're gonna fly through the nerd news um one that you sent me initially simone or you, the other day uh i am legend 2 is coming out a film that no one asked for nor did anybody want you know <laughs> like nope <laughs> You know, I'm cool. forgiving of that film. I'm forgiving of that film. There is only one scene in that film that I really, really enjoy. The but... dog dying? Well, oh, God. I was going to say that broke. That would break <laughs> yeah. you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I was going to say really enjoyed from the perspective of it made me really, really sad. Because I remember seeing that in the cinema being like, oh, my God, the poor dog. That was the best character. Yeah. <laughs> and everything else was crap. Yeah. It's not good. I really like it's obviously based on the book I Am There's Legend. Such a butchery of the, oh, the, the original just, story. Sh- dude, big shit on that book. Like yeah. they just and I the so for listeners, just a brief explanation. It's gonna have Will Smith in for one, and it's got um Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I was just when you sent me the post, I was just shocked Will Smith was in it. I genuinely was like, what? They're using they're using the alternative ending where alternative ending instead of um If you didn't think the original was dumb enough, listen to this. Instead of blowing up the lab, um when the zombies are coming in, he figures vampires, out. Please. He, vampires, please. Vampires. Well, they are they are zombies. No, oh, they're not. They're vampires. They're vampires. But they're not. They're they're not but they don't like suck blood. They kind of like. No, they're like they're sun vampires. They don't like the sun. Isn't but that's they're, the but. They're vampires. Okay. Okay. Anyway, the the infected. Fight me on this. They're vampires. The Mommy and daddy are fighting again. <laughs> <laughs> the infected. Vampires. Um, don't say infected. They're vampires. Anyway, carry he's, on. He's basically. Will Smith's character figures out that he's got a cure and he has cured the main vampire slash infected person's partner. And instead of killing him, he comes in and picks her up and takes her out. Well, that you've also missed, which I agree that, well, not agree, that is what happens, but you've missed that the main vampire, I'm not saying infected, they're vampire, he does the butterfly on the glass where they're like, locked in where he's and like that's what his daughter used to say to him 
and then he looks down and the 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 female vampire has a tattoo Infected. of a butterfly on their that vampire has a tattoo on their neck of a butterfly and he goes oh butterfly on the glass yeah, literally which, that's that's butterfly on her neck at this point like no but it's it's really dumb (laughs) it's really dumb scene it was the butterfly yeah it's so stupid like instead of going maybe he talks and goes hey you've taken my wife he goes i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) oi will you Get my motherfucking wife out of that motherfucking cell. And it just slaps him. Maybe they can redo it. That'd be quite I good. would love that. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> but instead, he just draws a butterfly on the glass and he goes, Oh, yeah, oh, she's got a butterfly on her he neck. Draw it. He slams his head into it and it creates. Anyway, no, he uses is- his hand. <laughs> he uses it's really dumb anyway. Let's just, let's just, let's just and then he drives away into the sunset with the woman he finds who's not infected and they drive off together. And that's the end of the alternative cut. Whereas yeah. in the original, he blows up both the lap, which is both stupid. They're, it's like they're both really dumb. So they're going to use the alternative ending and I do that, I guess. I've, I did read that the person who's producing this said that he watched The Last of Us and wants to now do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I saw a better product and I'd like to trudge up a terrible franchise or terrible movie to try and recapture the magic of an ongoing show. Yeah. <laughs> Great idea. And I I am forgiving of that film. Like I enjoyed it when I saw it in the cinema. But the saw best character's Day. dead. The yeah. yeah, the dog's Times, dead. How are they gonna memories. bring the dog back? They can't. And the dog's not cut when the dog didn't die. <laughs> Another dog. Plenty of dogs out there. <gasps> As a dog owner, I am mortally offended by that. God. There As no a friend of a dogs. dog owner, I'm mortally <laughs> offended by that. There are no replacement dogs. They're all angels and I love them all. <laughs> so yeah, there's that's that. You know. <laughs> we're all clearly Moving very on. excited. Um and then we've got well, we're getting into the the meat and the bones of the the podcast now. We're on to Marvel, Marvel stuff, Marvel news, and I guess the big one in terms of an not announcements, but we have a poster for the Captain Marvel three. No, two, two. I've blocked out. I thought a third one, a second one had already come. The second Marvel Captain Marvel film, right? Yeah. The help me, help me. But, <laughs> but the but the other characters, the supporting cast, or the the second, third, they've all had their characters. stuff, haven't they? They're, they're all been involved in something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good, tr- good uh, poster. Excellent good poster. poster. I liked it a lot. I like that it's not like the other posters where it's like them all huddled in the Lots middle. Lots of heads. Yeah, I like that it's the three of them with their kind of vibes and their logos. I think that's good. It's good. Yeah, solid. What's interesting though is that it it's been right. delayed. No, it's been all right. It apparently, all right. Oh, it was all right. All right. Okay, all right. well, yeah, you know, go back to I Am Legend, mate. Go back there. <laughs> slap, slap some vampires. Um, <laughs> uh, it, what's interesting? It's been delayed to November, so it was meant to come out in June, I think. And on the poster, it says coming in November, which maybe they're doing some reshoots, or they haven't even started shooting. Maybe the CGI was think- terrible. Possibly. Do you think this also feeds into the next bit of nerd news? Yes, I think that is a very nice segue. Seamless. Seamless. Yeah, did you want to tell us that one? Do you want to tell us that, Toby? No, no, I don't want to say that. Well, I feel like I've done all the news, so you do it. 
Okay. Well, the Kevin Feige announced <laughs> it's my show now. <laughs> Kevin Feige has announced that um, they're slowing down the Marvel train. Thank God. <laughs> and I don't think anyone on this podcast and not on this podcast would say that's a terrible idea. I think yeah. it's really, really due time that they just reflect and say maybe we're pumping out a little bit too much. Yeah. Too much shit. I think it's when they started doing the TV shows, it just became too much, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it was, it was the TV shows and then all the inordinate amounts of movies that they yeah. were trying to hit. It was just too much, too much. It was. It was like Loki, then we had, you know, Scarlet Marvel, Witch. WandaVision. And they didn't stop. There wasn't like, no. oh, it was like a week and then the next show would start. Then we had the films and it's just too much. It's just not, you it know. It was almost like every alternating month there was a new bit of product. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, it did actually, just a, again, behind the curtain, it did affect this podcast a little bit because we intended for 10 Minute Talks to be like a Marvel watch along with it. And it just was like, this isn't going to work. It just won't allow us to do any other like episodes. It will just absorb all the time. Yeah. And uh, then it became a knock-on that we then had to go back to the drawing board to figure that out, that show, which we did one for Lord of the Rings, which we just gave up on. <laughs> we, we just didn't. Yeah. We watched one episode and went, nah, no, we're all right. We're not doing this every week. <laughs> um, and yeah, so Marvel, I blame Marvel for the disorientation of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, it it did become sort of quantity over quality, and yeah. Yeah. I think everyone was just so exhausted. If you think, how many films was it that led up to Endgame? A thousand. Twenty? Is it twenty <laughs> it was something? Twenty seven? Twenty something? Yeah, it was like twenty. It was in twenty seven, twenty five. So let's say, yeah. let's say that we'll, well go with that. Was Ten years of cinema. That you, yeah, that yeah. you had to lead up to to this first. You know, like this one not the first, but um. No, no, but like a big event. Yeah, like this, I know we had the Avengers and we had Age of Ultron, but Infinity War was like a huge, huge thing. Huge crossover event. I mean, yeah. The first Avengers movie, Avengers Assemble, Avengers, whichever way. That you took would. ages, didn't it? It, well, it took a long time, but that was the big event. And mm. then, you know, everyone was just like, how the hell did they pull that off? They made all these individual movies as one collective group mm -hmm. franchise film. That's fantastic. And then they just kept raising the bar for that. Mm -hmm. And it, it was always going to plateau, but. I think what they really needed to do was, after Endgame, give it some time, and they they didn't. They just went straight into the next phase, straight. and <laughs> you know, they didn't know what they were doing. So it was throwing shit at a wall, trying to see what was going to stick. <laughs> and then they've tried, and I think they've realised that that was not the way to go. <laughs> oh, get they were in the office. Oh, guys, the shit was a bad idea. It really <laughs> smells in here. Why did we do this? I'm sorry, Kevin. I was just trying something. <laughs> God, you've fucked it up. I mean, mate. but you no really lies told, though. Like, so between so 2008 was the first one, and then 2012 was the Avengers. So that is quite a bit of time. Yeah. Whereas you are right, you know, they did start throwing that shit, and it it then just from so this is the multiverse saga now. From 2021, we've had a film and TV show like one, two, three, four, five, six seven we had seven in the same time in two years and they did one two three four five six seven in the same time for 2008 and yeah. 2012 so yeah clearly there's a volume issue there there's too yeah. much in a small period of time way too much way too much 
but they've they've listened, which is good. Yeah. But well, I think if nothing else, like the the CGI team just needed to breathe. <laughs> They're breathing out. They're like, oh, thank God, Jesus. Thank Jesus. And that leads us really well into our main event today. Let's get ready to rumble. The discussion on Ant-Men, Ant-Men with Ven, Ant-Man, and the Wasp, Quantumania. Brief summary of the plot. It's after Infinity War Endgame for Ant-Man. We pick up with Scott Lang being happy in his life he's a hero but maybe everybody's not as happy with him living the good life and living up that he's a hero his family seem a bit disappointed that he doesn't want to maybe continue that and just reap the rewards and then out of nowhere literally very quickly into the film they're sucked into quantum zone because his daughter who's been recast is now made a little you know plot device sucking them into the quantum zone where they meet Kang the Conqueror, big villain. You've seen the trailer, and uh, everything goes batshit crazy from there. Um, I think that's a good summary. I, d- I feel Very like much. it's hard to summarize this film without actually getting into spoilers because there's there's a lot yeah. that happens in it. Yeah, yeah. So thoughts, Simone, you start. What o- did you think? Overall thoughts? Just overall, no spoilers. Just no a spoilers. general, just a um, general vibe. General vibe of the film was yeah. I struggled to stay awake and fell asleep probably about an hour and 15 minutes in woke up about 10 minutes later and still struggled to stay awake it was it was dull it was a dull <laughs> film i want my money back no oh, god <laughs> well, i mean but i really do because we paid to see this film twice we paid to see it up oh, in yeah. paris and we didn't go <laughs> and we paid to see it in london and we did go and yeah yeah we cancelled going to my parents so we paid for tickets up there and we couldn't get a refund i, I so want a refund on one I think of those paid tickets like 20 quid I, I want a refund because and we didn't speaking, see, speaking on behalf of all the listeners that sounds like a you problem <laughs> <laughs> but, like, why are you bringing that up here yeah? <laughs> but it, it, i i didn't i didn't enjoy it really i, I okay. enjoyed jonathan major's performance he's mm-hmm. he's he's good in everything that he does he I, touches, i've not you know. i've not seen him put in a you know less than good mm-hmm. performance in anything i have so. i have what did you see him in? You said he was like... in a uh, a um... Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was in a whiskey advert, which really just he was not really into that. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> you know he's he's a, he's an outstanding actor, and I feel like he's Johnny really Walker, that he's was re- it, the Johnny yeah, Walker. Okay. And um, I actually I think that Michelle Pfeiffer was very good in this as well. Yeah, um, yeah, and there. everybody else was fine. Yeah. Wait, I mean, to be fair, it really just boiled down to being um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Janet, uh, Janet Van Dyne, yeah, mm-hmm. Janet and Kang show. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah, what we should call the film? The <laughs> Janet much, and Kang yeah. show? Yeah. <laughs> Janet and Kang and show. I mean, it, it basically, <laughs> she was the one with the backstory with the character. She was the one with any of the interesting plot lines. Yep. And, and also a reason. Too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She 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 was the MacGuffin. She was the plot device. She yep. was the character that sort of was the through line to give us what Kang and everything like yeah. that. You know. So what what did you think? I guess Toby, you've 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 delved a little bit into dwelled, dwelled. <laughs> into the fact that it's the Janet and Kang show brought to you by you know Nestle Frosted <laughs> Flakes. Nestle Crunch. I mean, you guys pretty much summed it up, or Simone did. Very nicely. Um, I probably was a little bit more forgiving of some scenes, and mm-hmm. I thought that there, 
I'd say, to be honest, if you're going to compare it to the the recent films, I'd say it's probably about on par with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm, a lot of yeah. lo- lot of promise, a lot of interesting sort of um, nuggets that you take from the trailers, none of which was truly um, delivered on. Okay, and I I, I kind of felt like it was a lot of build up, a lot of anticipation, and it just it didn't quite hit. There was a lot of duds. I think, frankly, the film took a good. 45 minutes to really get anywhere that was of any note for the mm. actual franchise because the whole sort of selling point of this was this was the 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 next phase in how the rest of yeah. the franchise is going to go yeah and you went through all this meandering with the family drama to start with you don't need it you don't need it no. i mean if you're going to go straight into the the quantum mania you just want to hit the ground running yep and there was so much build up to this nothingy plot device, MacGuffin, that got us into the quantum zone. Oh god! And That's just so like it, it was just. A, I just felt like it was a short runtime, which is good because it did breeze by for me anyway. But well, it did for Simone too. But she was asleep for a while. <laughs> I mean, she, she missed fifty percent. <laughs> you know, it 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 did breeze through, and I think that was in its benefit because I think if it was a long film in tandem, it would have really been a chore. Mm, um, mm, I agree. They, they. I don't know. You can definitely tell that none of the Ant-Men, Ant-Men films were made by the same people. Yeah, they each tried to do their own thing, and frankly, the first one's the only one that really was successful. But that was all the stuff that Edgar Wright had left behind. Mm-hmm. If only he had done all of them. Yeah, oh, like so it would have been so much better. I think. Not to jump in on you there, Toby, but I think we are unanimous. I'm, I'm jumping away. Jumping uh, we're um, un- in agreement here. Like, I feel like, and something you just said really is why I wanted to be like, I totally agree. This is, I feel like a big problem with this film, barring like some of its writing issues, it being like quite flat, is that it was marketed really incorrectly. Like, so incorrectly. They really yeah. set this up. Like, I saw huge banners, trailers, Kang is an Avengers-level villain. Yeah. This is the next phase, the beginning of the multiverse saga. And no, it's not. No, it's not. No. It was, more, it was more of the same. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, like, it's probably, I completely agree with you. Is it the worst film I've seen of recent Marvel films? Probably not. I guess The Eternals is still that. I'd but, say like, Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's crap. Yeah. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> like not good this is like as good as like doctor strange and the yeah. multiverse madness it's just average and boring yeah and in its defense i would say sorry to cut you off myself no you cut me off you go ahead you cut I'm you here. cut away cutting away <laughs> but I, i'd say if anything it's it has been to to its defense it has been harshly criticized i don't think yeah. the critics have been well as fair to this as they have been to a lot of the others i saw one I'm going to give a shout out to a podcast I love a lot, which is the Weekly Planet. Probably, maybe we copy them too guys. much, but, but they are great. But they were talking today that Vulture did a review where it's like, this film is a scream for help for everybody who's in it. And I'm like, shut up. Like, yeah. it's not that bad. It's no. really not that bad. Like, Jonathan Majors is great in this. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's, he's not screaming for help. He's having a great time. He's well, having he's a really fucking, good time. None of them brought a poor performance no, to the role. I think they all fine. They all did what they needed to do. Yeah. I, I if anything the direction wasn't particularly amazing. But no. I think everything all the facets were there. You know, it had all the bits and pieces 
to be a Marvel movie. And it delivered in that front. It was just another Marvel movie. But the problem was, myself, possibly you two, we were expecting this to be some big, grandiose, mm. next phase um, delivery. And it, it was just, well, it's just the next one. Yeah. And that's kind of just how I felt. I was like, okay, cool. Do you agree, I, Sam? I'm cutting you off, Toby. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm cutting you off to allow Soby Simone in. No, I, Toby's raised an, an excellent point there. Um, Brilliant. You, cutting you off, Toby. You, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, you both have. It, it, it's it's the same issue that, that I had with. It's the same disappointment and sadness that I had with <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. No, yeah. no, I, I pin I pin all my hopes and dreams on these movies, and it's. <laughs> There's nothing all I'm else. Asking, all I'm we have asking a great life in together. This, in 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 this shit show of a world that we live in, you know, God. we've got the cosy lives going on, and so much the economies in the, my <laughs> economies in the, in the gutter. You know, Rishi Sunak lying every day. Boris Johnson always sneaking around in the background. And it's it becoming a political podcast now. Well, Spin- yes. well <laughs> spinning off it. And I mean, it, no lies have been said, but but you know, it's we, it's. It's a, it's, it's a lot of money to go to the cinema these days. And all we ask yeah, is that cheap. you... And we pay twice. We paid and I paid twice. <laughs> I'm still so bitter about it. Or, you know, all that we're asking is just for entertaining, entertainment mm. and quality. So, and I feel so, like Marvel is no longer synonymous with oof, quality. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I was go entertained. Right ahead. I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> you I'm do not, that, Toby. Do it. <laughs> I will be the enemy right of this podcast. Let's right not. Now. Let us not forget the Christmas showdown. Yeah? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if listeners defend... would like to listen to that, you can go back on SoundCloud and have a listen. We got it right there. I whooped your ass. Sorry. <laughs> As you were saying, Toby. Sorry. Many you go counter, ahead, Toby. Many counterpoints from the viewers would say otherwise, but you know that's. <laughs> Um, the counterpoints from people who are here now would say that as well. I, I, no, wrong time, wrong time. Back to this. What were you saying? I, I would say there was entertainment to be had. I, there were worse Marvel movies by far, in my opinion. Yes. I mean, many may think that this Four is the worst thing. Exactly. But many it's may not think the, worst this is the worst thing. Yeah. But it's not. I think it was very much a meat and potatoes Marvel movie. And. I think, frankly, that they possibly marketed it the way they marketed it because they knew that the engine was starting to slow down. But it I hasn't think... helped, has it? Yeah, but like, no. I still, I don't think that like negates the point that like this is not this is not a good film. Like this, yeah. it's it's not a good film. Like, do you think it's a bad film then, or do you think it's do, or or this is what I was going to be Devil's Advocate. I'm going to be Devil's Advocate now. Or would you say that this film is fine, but it's because the Marvel like machine has pumped out too much stuff like this i would say that like, it is and um, what do you think so i think it's a little column a little column b i, yeah, I don't i think by itself b, it's not a good film but also when you add in the context that we have been we've, we've been more marching our pennies to the cinema to you know throw our hard-earned money at this, <laughs> at this industry Simone's and, on the um and, on the striking and they continue to let us down and on the union you know, we want we want them i am speaking we want them to we want we want to watch good things we want it to be great and i just i don't know whether it's if the trailer was not what the trailer was making it out like this was going to be some you know threat level midnight thing but it I I don't know I don't know I'm just no I no I I do get what you're saying because multiverse of madness I think it's interesting you bring up multiverse of madness Toby I think the two of them 
unlike for love and thunder i think that multiverse of madness was promising the same level of thing as yeah. this this really high we're going to see loads of multiverses we're going to learn everything and instead it just ended up being two and then in this it was like we're finally meeting kang the new villain for this phase we got the kang dynasty coming out like yeah. we're going to see that guy and it wasn't and it's yeah. like massively disappointing. Whereas Love and Thunder, not to disagree with you, Simone, because I do think this is like a very average film, in my opinion. I don't think it's bad, but I think oh, Love I and Thunder. But I think Love and Thunder is actually a bad film. Like that's yeah. not a good film. It's like no. not well written. I think there are things about this which are bad and make it like below average to average, like a broadly fine. But would you say this is broadly bad or broadly fine when you left Sim? Uh, broadly. Mm. What, did, what did I give it? I think I gave it a... I don't think we actually said, in fairness to you, I don't think either of us actually went, this is broad... We've learnt, listeners, to not just talk about films immediately to have nothing <laughs> on here. I don't think either of us actually said. Okay, uh, I would say it's it's below a 5 out of 10. So it could be broadly fine. It could also be broadly bad. Okay. You could put it between the two of those. We need another category. We need another category. <laughs> Broadly, uh, okay. Sai. Bro- yeah, it's sai. 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 It is. It, it is the definition of it's sai. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if we sort of get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, let's get into spoilers. Think, Spoiler things, alert. Spoiler. <laughs> things that irked me were the things that I had mentioned in previous podcasts that I was very concerned that they're introducing the big bad to fight ant-man and ant-man beat the big bad yeah you can't Uh, beat your big bad in his first outing and then consider him a threat moving forward i know it's variance but it sets the tone and the idea is that they're all villainous they're all evil they're all massive threats but if they can be so readily beaten by ant-man and a few super ants then <laughs> so dumb that is it, really dumb <laughs> exactly and the way hank pym stands there with these ants running past him and you, you, you're expecting this like oh it's so badass i was just like eh, fair enough i just like, he came Kang across just getting his ass handed to him he came ants. across like he has a relationship with these ants that's what i got from that like i was like i am the king now yeah i was like <laughs> this guy really fucking loves ants i was like all yeah. right man like yeah okay cool it was. I found that really weird, and I I was saying to Simone that bit in particular when he goes, "You're just a guy who talks to ants," and then all the ants come. I was like, "It's just really shit writing." Yeah. Like it's just very like. What else? There was another bit, Sim, where we were both like, "That's really shit." Like where somebody said something and then it happens, and you're like, "It's just crap writing." Like you're whole... never gonna do X, and then X happens, and it's yeah. like okay cool. and also all the like the flashbacks to moments in the film oh um, yeah with the ants when he's like oh i heard the ants in my ear and it's like they flash back to him picking up uh interference in his hearing aid and it's like you don't have to show us that like we were there 45 <laughs> minutes ago yeah it's not great i think to to agree with well, you Toby, maybe they had to rehash it because you know they thought maybe people in the audience <laughs> might be falling asleep which they weren't wrong because not only did Simone fall asleep, the other woman on my left fell asleep to the point where she was snoring. So, so I what, was... what we're saying, so what we're saying is that they knew the film was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, I agree with Toby. If we're gonna get 
if we're into the big nitty gritty of it of Kang, okay, because that is the main thing we're here for. That is what we came for. It was Kang. I mean, I do it, have some questions. Well, I have a lot of questions, and there's a lot of problems with Kang that I thought about today. Yeah, Don't and well, so this is this. So we've seen He Who Remains, right, in Loki. And I feel like this film maybe saw the numbers that watched Loki and went, we need to re-explain Kang again. Because then the show kind of already did that. We know he's a scientist from far in the future who there's multiple variants of him because they're all evil people. And they like, yeah, let's, I got to stop him from doing that. But then this Kang is also kind of saying that. He's like, I've been exiled by all the other Kangs because I'm too villainous, but I need to actually stop those Kangs because they're all villainous, right? Yeah. Why? Like, is he the bad? Why is... And then the end, the post-credit bit where all of the Kangs are together in the Council of Kangs, which is a comic book accurate thing. Yeah. But it doesn't... In the comic book... Well, also, controversially, Toby, you might disagree, but I don't think Kang's actually that good of a villain. Like... He's had his moments, but he's he... not Thanos. He's not. He's just boring. <laughs> he's just See, like I, no. I don't. I don't know. Know. I he's, think he's, he's a good villain. Fans. I think he's a good villain. I'm enjoying him as a no. Villain. But in the comic, no. Right, not Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors has taken. I think they've done a good job to be like, we're going to get the most charismatic ca- actor we can to play this guy because yeah. in the comics, yeah, he has fans. I agree, but let's be fair. He is just evil for the sake of being evil in the comic yeah. a lot of the time well i mean th- i guess this is where the, the the multiverse side of things and his multifaceted variants do have some leeway because there are multi-variants of him so if we're going by the three there at the end yes we've got ramatut who is uh, <laughs> as funny a name that is he, well he, he looked funny as well <laughs> when that came on the screen i was like that is ridiculous <laughs> The they idea, went into it, but it's ridiculous. It it, rem- it gave me very much Apocalypse X-Men vibes. Yeah. Um, but he's supposed to be like Kang's origin in terms of his first sort of foray into being a leader of... He wasn't evil, though, was he? Or was he? Well, he's always kind of evil. Yeah. And then you've got Immortus, which is kind of supposed to be his last phase of being the Kang, which is kind of interesting because I thought that was he who remains, right? Exactly. That's yeah, what I thought. They I were thought doing. that too. Yeah. So it looks like they because also the Immortus is kind of supposed to be more well the Kang that's kind of seen the error of his ways, which is he who remains. Yeah. So it looks like they're kind of making Immortus Kang villain prime. Yeah. In a yeah. way, and then, and then you, weird. You've got cyber one. Well, that one, I think that's supposed to be because um, in the comics, Iron Lad. Yeah, cri- uh, was, I think it's the Crimson Centurion. Yeah, or Red I Centurion. I can't remember him. which one. That's supposed to be his younger self. Yeah. So initially starts to be or tries to be a superhero in the yeah. vein of Iron Man, and then and it starts all goes to a bit sort of, wrong. Exactly, has his Anakin Skywalker fall to the dark side, and then <laughs> well, the only way I can fix things is being bad. I mean, is he wrong though? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Did he lie? But then you got all of the other oh, ones yeah, who were barking for, for some reason. They were all. Well, yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> I found that. You didn't mind that scene, did you, Spoke? 
No, I mean, have you ever been on a night out with some lads? You know, with yourself. Is involved, you know? <laughs> have you ever been out with it's yourself? Out with bants. The lads? You know, it's bants. the Kang Bants. bants. Oh, the Bants. It's Bants. So, yeah, I, 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 I didn't hate that scene. I thought it was good. I enjoyed the I didn't other hate one it. I just well. thought it was weird. I, yeah, I liked it. it. If you put a <laughs> bunch of Simones in a room, we're going to start making some weird noises, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it, but at the same time, it's always been kind of odd to me because it, it kind of reminds me of Rick and Morty with the Council yeah, of Rick. Yeah, the Council of Rick. Because intrinsically, he's a conqueror. So you, if someone's got to be the leader, and if they've all got the egos, they're all going to be vying for that. Well, maybe and that's how do you how conform they... to that. Well, this is this is the other problem, right? Oh, there's so many issues with Kang because of this last scene. And I think the way they've done it. So I thought this was going to be our Kang, right? Me that too. This was Kang the Conqueror, you know? Yeah. Now, this Kang could still turn up, but he's now dead, apparently. Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Because then so was um, Modok. Oh, we'll get oh. onto that. We'll get. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a huge can of worms, <laughs> right? So, yet true. You could bring him back. That totally would work. And he, I think they should. This is definitely the most compelling Kang. I'm not saying that they couldn't make another compelling Kang, but if they do this every time Kang turns up, it's gonna get old. If yeah. they like go, this isn't the Kang we met previously. This is a new Kang who remembers some of the stuff because there's another time. Just stick to one Kang. Yeah, because then it just becomes a Kang of the Week, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Kang of the Week. Kang of the Week, yeah. <laughs> Which Kang is it this time? Come on down. Well, And that's my point. It, it dilutes the threat. Yes, it Kang. really does. And I think we had the same thought over this. So then, yeah. do you do Infinite Avengers? Well, I think Fight. you probably can do. Or really. do you do that you have a finite amount of Avengers with like some add-ons? probably like Miles Morales, Tom, Tom Cruise's Iron Man. They've got to fucking do that. And then go, the Kangs all defeat each other because they all hate each other. Possibly. Well, it seems like they're trying to do... They all bark the... too much and they get <laughs> well, exactly, like, yeah. sore throats. Well, they, it looks like they're trying to build up to Battle World where there is a finite amount of the heroes that we know and love in a out-of-water scenario where they don't really know or fish out of water scenario where they don't know the world around them mm. and there's all sorts of crazy shenanigans going on and they've got to try and get things back to normal but you've got then and then they can pick and choose so they can have the rather than having tom holland spider-man they can have toby Maguire spider-man yep. they can yep. do the iron man but then you get tom like cruise a central do team. tom cruise right now exactly but then you can <laughs> have your central team that comp uh, composed of people that we're familiar with so it kind of reverses endgame. So rather than get the core team that we knew and loved from all the way before, you can get a, a sort of a mishmash of... Oh, yeah. So would you do that for things. Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars is them all together? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Du okay. Kang Dynasty can be the crazy, bombastic, everything out of the fish out of water scenario. And then um, Secret Wars is them getting it back to the status quo. Yeah. And then the new universe, however it's going to look for... Whatever that's going to look like. That's going to be... So... I think that's a good idea. Simone, you did have some questions, so fire away. We've talked, the two nerds who've read a lot of the comics have talked a lot about where we think it will go. What are your questions for this film that about Kang? Okay. Or just any, or just any. like. Not, these aren't about Kang. Then I don't want to know. 
then I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> to disappoint you. No, go so on, go on. Let's... My question's about the setup of the quantum okay. quantum mania. I can say the quantum sure. zone. It's the quantum zone. I mean, I did think it was dumb as fuck that his uh, daughter made that machine. Yes. Yeah. From from. I mean, I guess they were saying that Hank kind of. No. Stupid. <laughs> no, it's fucking dumb. Like, it's like no, no, no. It's it the down. same. It's the same in Wakanda Forever when we were talking about um, what's her face, Riri Williams. Riri Williams. Just yeah, I guess that's what happens now. Just teenagers are able to be like. Sorry, Simone. I asked you to ask questions, and I've gone into a You've run. Gone off on a tangent. It's fine. I would just say the initial Iron Man, where Iron Man's struggling to make his Iron Man suit, is fucking awesome. He is a genius who's done this. Whereas, like, now a girl can just make a fucking Quantumania machine in their fucking garage. And I'm like, that is dumb. That This is the same universe? This is stupid. Anyway, Simone, your questions. Question number one. Okay. I thought oxygen particles too big to breathe in uh, the quantum, quantum zone. zone. Yes, hence the mask. Right? But they're always but taking the mask off. N- no one's yeah. wearing a mask in this. Yeah. Because it'd be bad for filming. There's your answer. Next one. Okay. My next <laughs> I, one. I had that same thought initially when they got pulled in. I was like, oh, well, they're going to struggle because they've got no oxygen. They're all dead. <laughs> That's actually how it is. <laughs> they're just lying there in the quantum zone and the, the villagers find them like, oh, God. Uh, my next weird. question concerned time. <laughs> okay. So in uh, uh, the first, was it, oh, not Endgame, Infinity War. In Infinity War, yeah. Uh, it was established that Scott was down there for five years but then it was only five hours for him yeah yeah but yes janet goes down and she's really there for for a really long time and then like they go down and like they're not gone that long like i I, the time seems to be jumping about here also the ants that hank pym loves are apparently he says they've had a civilization for thousands of years in there yeah but then they're not there for thousands of years. That doesn't make sense either. All say longer because than thousands of years. I guess you, you kind of get away with the fact that it's all make-believe land, so they can just say... Well, I thought you were going to say you get away with it because it's a fucking comic, all right? <laughs> Shut up! Well, I am in a way, because you can kind of explain anything away in that area by being like, oh, well, you know, it's just a pocket part of the quantum... Because yeah, Kang did true. explain it was a universe. Yeah, it's true. It's he a did. universe below did our you not universe. listen to Kang? Okay, somewhere. all right. My next question... <laughs> I thought... I, you know, I, I wasn't trying to be a dick about it, but Ian definitely made it come out that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Toby, you did. I I had nothing to do with that. Hold me I back, just... hold me back. No. Um, <laughs> I... I hear Jingle All The Way is the best Christmas film. Um... No one said <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but genuine last question. I thought people went crazy in the quantum yeah. realm. So at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp... <laughs> Hank goes down there looking for Janet and he starts to lose his mind just being down there for five minutes. They're down there for what, days? Yeah. And yeah. they are fine. I call well, it's bullshit. Like, well, it's like uh, Scott at the, the end of the, the, the first movie. You know, mm. he goes subatomic and he starts to go batshit crazy, doesn't mm-hmm. he? He does. He starts hallucinating, well, not hallucinating, but seeing like multiple versions of himself sort of splitting apart, kaleidoscope. Mm. And then he comes back. They, they, you know, it just had to be explained away somehow. But they didn't. They didn't really explain, explain it away. It. They just sort well, of they, like they, dropped they them down there. They could just say whatever they want. You know? What they should have said is something like, "The you when you got to that point in the quantum zone, you had like 
there's and this could explain the time bit you could be like the time dilation causes you to have like hallucinations but once you're there for like over five minutes you end up steadying but then you're stuck just some shit like that like that would have been that would have been acceptable but they didn't give us kang kang had sort of bubbled it so yeah yeah made a section of it that was stable yeah you know but they didn't no i agree with you simone we got none of that and it just it really does it it, it, it's quantum mania but they didn't really explain it at all did they but there was no mania no (laughs) there's no mania in the quantum mania i feel where's the mania (laughs) would this film not have been so much more interesting if slowly their minds are like breaking down and Kang doesn't because he's like because immortal. He's, he's 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 Kang. So yeah. you know he's. Oh no! Oh, th- I've just thought because there's another stupid thing that <laughs> because there's another stupid thing that annoyed me because in the comics he's always wearing his helmet, whereas in this he's taking it off, he's putting it on, he's taking it off, he's putting it on. I his helmet stops him from going crazy. Yeah. So he can take it off, but if he has it off too long, he starts to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would have been so much more interesting. Like, you know, when they go into the, um, his like energy core thing and they start, you know, uh, not Hank, Scott's mind starts falling apart and he keeps Mm. like more versions of himself. That was my favorite part. It becomes all chaotic. Uh, Yes. A a highlight in the film. Very good bit. If it had not been. Also, where they spent most of the budget. If it had not been like that, but like more of like you're you start getting paranoid you start losing trust in people you know you 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 can't see straight you start hallucinating all throughout the film and it becomes more and more intense that would have been very interesting quite cerebral in that sense yeah Yeah. and then you would have had some mania (laughs) but this is the same thing we said about dr strange and the multiverse of madness because it was just two multiverses it wasn't really And it's the same thing. The the title does not, and the trailers did did not do this film any services. No. And you know, I agree with you. Like that scene is great where he goes in and there's multiple versions of him. It's very funny. Paul Rudd's being great in that when he comes out in his Baskin Robbins. And he's and then they should yeah. hear one voice in the background going, "Does he have any ice cream?" Like that's <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Like very yeah. good, really well done. Um, but the rest of the film just doesn't really hold up like i mean toby you're a big star wars fan agreed and something i've heard from people is that this is trying to be a star wars film with no heart to it now do you think that's too harsh or do you think that's fair i i mean i wouldn't say that it is really oh fair like don't you did you think the cantina bit was like star wars i mean as 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 every bit as every science fiction film since star wars you know you, you, if you're going to paint everything with that sort of brush, then, then every, every let's move on. Forget about that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean it. What a stupid it. comment that person made. Shut a... down. <laughs> Sorry, was that your Reddit post? No. <laughs> I'm just deleting that yeah. now. No, I mean, okay, if I'm going to answer it to that degree, then yes, okay, if they... It, it seems like the 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 scriptwriter, the director, all those sort of things, they were clearly influenced by a lot of different things. And I think it's it's probably one of those scenarios where they had a bare bones plot and they filled it together with things that potentially were familiar and accessible to your average sort of cinema goer. 
so yes like the cantina scene that's very reminiscent of a star wars they kind of had a an otherworldly sort of what they like amoeba type creature that sort of appeared. I guess yes, there was the asteroid scene in a way where that little sun thing that attacked Ant Man mm-hmm. or Scott Lang, mm-hmm. he threw it into the the, the 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 rest of the quantum and then that big amoeba thing came and ate it. And then they mm-hmm. started chasing them. So you could sort of put that to a, the asteroid scene in Empire Strikes Back analogy. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There's lots of little bits and pieces that could be put there, but isn't that just Marvel at the moment? Yeah. Lots of just scenes put together and try to make a plot out of it. Mm. That's, that's kind of how I felt with this. There was lots of middling scenes because there were some interesting premises with Kang, but Mm -hmm. I, I I felt him, uh, Jonathan Majors is fine, but I just felt the character in the film was kind of underwhelming. And I, do you, do you, I, not him you mean the actual kang kang as a character yeah I yeah i agree with that kang the character in that film was a bit underwhelming jonathan majors did what he could with the pl- with the plot the script that he was given but i wasn't like oh my god this is i'm hyped for the next big bad mm. guy i mm-hmm. i couldn't care less he i didn't have that same like oh my god this is thanos i'm getting a sense of dread just thinking about what he's going to do because this is all like big talk, but there's very little delivery. He yeah. didn't conquer anything. <laughs> You're not a conqueror, mate. What are you even doing <laughs> well, there? <laughs> he, he was told, he, we were told that he conquered the quantum realm. We didn't see him conquer the con- uh, the quantum realm. Yeah. We, he did a lot of big threats. And in one breath, he was also of two minds. Because in one breath, he said, um, time isn't what you think it is. It doesn't matter. And then the next thing is, you're wasting my time. Yeah, it's true. Mm. So it's true. like, okay, well, which what one is, is it? it? Yeah, what is it, Kang? You know, yeah. true. And he he should have killed someone. I think he should have killed. Do you know? People were saying should've Paul Rudd. Hank. I was just about to say Paul Rudd shouldn't have died. People were saying Scott should have died. Hank Pym should have died. Yeah, or Cassie. I, that would have been a real big turn. Oof. Oh God, jeez, <laughs> just kill the kid. Just, just kill <laughs> well, them. Kids. I mean, make it darker. Make it darker. Do something unexpected because. One of the scenes where he's got them both imprisoned, Cassie and Scott, mm-hmm. and he was saying, I'm going to kill her if you don't do what I ask you to do. And his threat is basically just to turn her on her side. <laughs> and I was like, this this guy can allegedly fuck around with time and things. I, I thought he was going to continually keep killing her. Yeah, that would have been him. fucked up. That would have been really fucked up. He'd have been like, I agree, I agree. I'll, you know, stop. I'll, I'll do what you want. Because he... he uh, could summon that sort of power that would have been a big threat that, that would have been, been terrifying mad wouldn't it imagine if instead of turning her sideways which apparently is terrible <laughs> like Im- imagine if he just like broke her neck yeah. right and, and then, then just snapped his fingers brought her back and yeah scott's screaming he can't she's dead and then she's alive again yeah. and he's like i can do this oh i could do this all day Exactly. And, and he's looking him saying that. And that would be like such a good callback to Captain America. Oh, this is a heroic thing. Oh, no. No, I could do this all day. Yeah. And Kang can twist that. Yeah. God, we, yeah. we're such better writers. Yeah. We should have been doing this. We're <laughs> such better writers, guys. This is, we wouldn't put people sideways. We <laughs> I, d- I did want to turn to Simone in the cinema when that happened, but I was like, no, we've got to watch it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why did he just turn her sideways? But it's, it's that, that, there was, oh, I'm it so was glad all, you mentioned that. <laughs> it was all bark, but no bite. And that's well, kind of just how I felt about the movie. Bark with no bite. What about Modoc? Oh dear. Oh god. 
Oh dear. Oh, so that, so. that poor CGI budget. <laughs> Modoc got none of that. <laughs> it's that like was a dodgy Photoshop job. Wasn't I was about it? to yeah. say it's like somebody took a photo, but it was in a different aspect ratio. <laughs> yes. to stretch him out. So it's like stretched. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I guess they kind of. I, I guess the idea was that they wanted to tie it back to the character that we knew before. Not bad yeah. shout. That was a good shout. Yeah. Therefore, we have to make it recognizable. <laughs> so you kind of have to. So we can't go full CGI or full like makeup and things like that, and make him look very different. So they want to try and get him close to what it looked like before. So the only thing they can do is exaggerate the features that he's already got. It but looked just. So... He looked like Humpty Dumpty. From, <laughs> um, Shrek. <laughs> That's what he looked like to me. He looked like Humpty Dumpty. Oh no, was it Puss in Boots? It was Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. First he one, looked yeah. like Humpty Dumpty in Puss in Boots. It, oh my! It was really bad. Like I think the idea of it being Yellow Jacket is fine because yeah. like Modok, again in the comics is like I actually quite like Modok in the comics, but he is just like he's a goofy shit. character. Yeah, it's batshit, and like you got to accept that it's fucking insane. Like you can't yeah. just go. Oh yeah, there's a big head, and we're gonna do it seriously. Like it's weird, yeah. and I was but totally. It, he's fine. an inspired character to be an Ant Man villain. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That works for the the theme because Ant Man totally is silly. But I think it's a shame. I know it looks really bad. It's a shame they just killed him off. Yeah, mm. I really think they should have brought him out of the quantum. He, even though it looked fucking crap, and I think they could have done a lot more with him. Modok as a character and also that sort of back and forth. Some of the funny bits was like when he was saying Darren, 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 Modok. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm here. Like yeah. that was great. Like they should have done like they should have done more of that and yeah. had Modok. Maybe Modok should have been the villain of this and yeah. then Kang be like Thanos from the first Avengers film. Could have revealed that he made him. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and Ka- Modok could have been the big bad of this. Yeah, because there, you know? there were also undercut scenes where there was glimmers of humanity behind him. Because when he um, gets knocked over, and then Cassie and him have an exchange. Yeah, don't like, be a dick. Well, I didn't like that. Don't be a dick thing because before it was like oh, I don't really know what else to be, and I was like, okay, well, there's a bit of humanity there. And then they immediately cut to a classic Marvel joke where he could have been having this existential crisis all the way through. Mm. I, I don't really know what I am, mm. but I I am a product of you know my environment and what's happened to me. Mm. Therefore, I can only do what I can do. But they, they you know they just went the safe Marvel route. Any bit of emotion undercut by some crappy joke. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. I agree. I mean, Simone, I think the girl next to us in the cinema just laughed every time he came onto the scene. Um, did you <laughs> did you enjoy Modo? <laughs> Just in between snores. Yeah, she would, she would go. <laughs> it was only, I was only out for about five ten minutes towards the end, but I had I'd seen enough. Um, I think yeah, he was. It was it was unpleasant. It was unpleasant to look at. It was very uncomfortable. His like, little butt. He didn't. It, it was more yeah. his face. Sorry, sir. It was his face. <laughs> Sorry to Sorry, that man. Sir. Sorry it, to that. Man. It was yeah. It really was his face. Um. Yeah, it just it looked weird. It looked really weird, and yeah. I, I I don't know. I didn't really didn't really enjoy him. Didn't really enjoy much of him on screen. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think he like added anything. You really didn't like this film, did I you? I didn't. I'm sorry. I I, <laughs> I don't think he he added much like significance to the film. Like we we have Kang, 
Yeah. yeah. What what more do you He need he was really? just a tack on really. Yeah. Which is a shame because they could have I even think the idea of it being a uh, yellow jacket could have made him the big villain. Yeah, I yeah. think that that makes perfect sense to have him and be the main villain the down trilogy, there. trilogy, you know. The yeah. Trilogy trope, get your original original villain, villain in. in. Yeah. 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 These are all better suggestions, Marvel. Like do better. Do better. Well, hopefully that they they will be when they start slowing down and just Take a breath. Think about what you're doing. Stop throwing shit at the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, just stop. Stop yeah. it, Kevin. Stop shitting in your hand and throwing it at the wall, which we know is what you do. <laughs> Anything else good that we thought? I mean, we all unanimously agree that Michelle Pfeiffer was pretty good in this. Yeah, yeah she's fine. She's, she's, oh, oh, some dissent amongst them. Well, no, no, it's just she's there. Like, it's, it's, I agree with you toby at the beginning where it's just it is the janet and kang show yeah um featuring Modoc. no um <laughs> it is the janet and kang show and she's fine in it but her like in terms of her like performance it's good enough but like she's not really given much is she like no. she's good with it but like there's not really much like even the small bit where she was like an implication here and Bill Murray had a bit of a thing and stuff, which was weird. Like that was just yeah. a strange, it's just like, yeah, she's good with this, but this, I thought when we had that, we were going to learn about her life in the quantum realm zone yeah. place, yeah. but they didn't. Also, they just, didn't. Just, to, just to interject there, what a criminally underrated, uh, underwhelming cameo for Bill Murray. Yeah. Underutilized. Yeah. So many maybe, other characters. Maybe he, he had more, but they cut. A bit, maybe, yeah, because he's, yeah, but that I just got Grandmaster vibes, yeah, from um, Thor Love and Fun and uh, Ragnarok, yeah, you know, it's it's meat and potatoes Marvel, it's just get get a famous character to play a, a one note character, yeah, uh, sorry, a Marvel actor or whatever, to yeah, yeah, play a one note character, throw it away, and then move on to the next scene. I agree with that, but I feel like pretty much every character, like, I'm not sure how you two felt, but I also felt the villagers. Can you name any of those people? <laughs> There was Lampshade Boy. There was Goo. There was a guy with no holes. holes. Yeah. yeah and then there was Barbarian Lady. And then... That's about it. Others? Tele oh, tele Telepath Man. Telepath Man. Yeah. The yeah. A good place. Uh, that's shame. Great actor. Underutilized. Yeah. Just kind of threw him in there as a cameo, and now he's gone. And yeah. it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> the Quantumania Village people. That's basically what they were. <laughs> No, we we can't. It's, we'll get sued. Um, yeah, now we're talking about this. I don't like this film. <laughs> well, I, I still across, hold that I across. like it about as much as Doctor Strange. And, yeah, and I didn't like that. Honest, but I didn't think much of that either, yeah. Yeah. I think I enjoyed uh, Multiverse of Madness more than I enjoyed this. Interesting. Did you? Yeah, I don't think I was bored during Multiverse of Madness. I was That's bored. true. I was very bored. Yeah. Some of the dialogue in this is shocking. Yeah, really bad. You talk to ants. Yeah, all the ants are arriving. Great. Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, true. Well done. true. Um, Wanda was also better as well. Wasn't I it? think you're right, actually. I think I think multiverse is better than this. All right. I, I retract my statement. <laughs> yeah, no I, no. I think they're similar. I think they're mismarketed. I think they don't pr uphold their promise. I think... But I think what multiverse probably has over this is um, uh, its director. I think... This is just a very generic film, and mm. I think that's because the director for this is just very generic as well. He hasn't really done anything other than these. Whereas 
you know, it, Multiverse of Madness, although not what we wanted, still has the um, the class some classic vibes from. I'm trying Sam to. Raimi. Thank you very much. You could yeah. tell I was vamping until I remembered his yeah. name, and it didn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam Raimi has that touch to it. Yeah. I think when I well, left, he, he elevated the material. Didn't yes, he, really? yeah. he very much did, and I think that made it more entertaining. The thing I said to Simone when we left, when we were coming down the the elevator in view. And there was a two guys behind us who were saying that <laughs> their words, well, it wasn't as bad as Four Love and Thunder. And the other guy was like, yeah, you're right. Still wasn't great. As we were going down the, the lift, this has actually made me more excited for DC. Yes. Like yes. what James Gunn has said will come sounds really different and unique and totally like its own thing. Animated games, films. We've talked about it. Go back, listen to the episode. This has made me more excited because this is so just Marvel film. Just another do, Marvel do you, film. Do you think that there's also an element to it's new and refreshing with DC whereby Marvel is starting to show the cracks mm. because mm. it's we're just kind of used to it now. Mm. So it's, it's hard to take. I, I mean, you can't really put these against the films that came many years before because they were all new these are sort of old hat that's tried and tested sort of ways you know if quantum mania had maybe come out in the first sort of phases we might have been lauding it as being quite ambitious but i think we're however many years on now 12 13 14 years on mm-hmm. they need they they've done so much that they have to go bombastically crazy to get to a point where we're even interested in it mm. they have every, every movie almost has to up the stakes so they're they're a quandary really because they've upped the scale so much we've expected it so high that they're never really going to be able to deliver on what they're expecting whilst dc are kind of going back to basics which Mm. kind of in a way makes it more exciting because you get to watch it grow and build from nothing whereby marvel have to try and build on top of a slowly tumbling sandcastle what an analogy (laughs) slowly tumbling that's what i'm here for it's like sounds like something from um a poem, a slowly crumbling sandcastle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Would you agree, Sim? Yeah. I well said, Toby. Well said. Thank you. Um, yeah. Doff no, my hat yeah, you. it's but I, d- I just I, I I just I don't understand why they keep doing this to us. <laughs> um, God. It really like, oh it hurts. It hurts. You were right. No, I'm going through. I'm I feel like victimized by Marvel at this point. Like they are they're really throwing punches at us. They are. They're throwing punches. <laughs> this is so extreme. I yeah, it. I mean to be <laughs> fair, Toby, you um you may not know, but Simone really didn't like any of the shows either. You only I mean, liked to be Loki. Fair, the only one you? I liked was Loki. I same I I thought Mar- um this is just this is not ant-man and wasp uh, quantum mania review this is just the marvel bashing show now <laughs> yeah. the, it's not good enough <laughs> i i felt winter soldier and Ca- uh, falcon captain america was crap i thought it's the official title winter yep. soldier falcon Captain America. i don't know <laughs> i thought um i did one division like was 
anticlimactic at the end. Oh, there was some bitch. Yeah, I like the book of Theseus or the ship of Theseus scenes, and I like the stuff beforehand where they were sort of in the the different the, genres and stuff. The genre, yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, God, what else was there? The Moon Knight. I I really didn't get the hype with Moon Knight. We we watched all of that in one go. And we really enjoyed the beginning because I remember we were still working together when that came out and we were talking about, I was saying I wasn't really looking forward to that because like I really love the comic. Um, The, what's the one, you know, the one I mean, Toby, the Moon Knight comic. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. The one, the famous one that's been quite recently written where we, I I think it's Jeff Lemire. That's it. Jeff Lemire's right. Yeah. That that's great. But it kind of just falls really flat at the end again. Yeah. Like, really flat. I I just, I didn't find, I mean, the first episode, I was like, okay, cool. And then I just subsequently got more like, okay, next episode, next episode. Yeah. Waiting for something to happen. And it never really did for me. No. And She-Hulk, I just hate women. So, like, I don't. (laughs) I liked liked some of She-Hulk. I thought the ending was almost too meta for its own sake. I just want well, to make clear I don't hate women. That was a joke to everybody. <laughs> you, you, you're painted does. by that chauvinistic brush now, he Ian. Does. It's too late. Let's move on. I just don't. Misogynist. I just really you're the patriarchy. hate women. No, it's, and anything that has them in a lead, I just can't watch it. You know. I mean, it, 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 let's, it, let's move on. It, it, it was also a bad show. So that's also <laughs> yeah. that. No, no. I, I actually, I like She-Hulk a lot as a character. And I think they could have done a lot more with her. That's the problem. Like, yeah, there she's was some a great good character. To it. There was some good. And I think they kind of went a different field. They went for the sort of sitcom-y type thing. That, like, yeah, that's the problem. It just I, didn't work. I, I kind of dug that they tried it. It may not have landed, but I, I, I was pleased that they tried something different because mm. they've all been pretty much the same. The only one really that stood out for, well, the two that sort of stood out for me was What If, because I'm an animator. Yeah, it's pretty good. Animation animated. Cool. Yeah. And I, the first few episodes were a bit dull, but mm-hmm. as it got on, the latter few episodes were really quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. And Loki. Loki was, was amazing. It's still to, to date the best show. Outstanding. It's the best thing I think they've done since post Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that leads Loki us well to two. the loki post credit scene but also i was about to say links us back to this i think that has still by far the best kang yeah like he who, he who remains. remains is so sinister mm. yeah yeah so good that his that kang is when he gets stabbed and he's like i'll see you soon i was like oh, oh god yeah that was good <laughs> I, d- I will say it does lead us. I do want to talk about that post credit scene. One of my favorite bits, though, in this was when he's walking at the st- down the street at the end, and he's like, "Everything's great. It is great, isn't it? We did the right thing. Oh God, everyone's gonna die!" <laughs> like, and he's like, "No, nah, be fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it." Like, I liked that a lot. But yeah, Loki, two, the post credit scene where we see yeah. Victor Timely. Yeah, yeah. Reference to timely just, comics. Just bit, to jump yeah. back for a second with the we're jumping back. Internal, we're back. We're back with again. the internal monologue. That's the that's the first internal monologue of the entire MCU. Oh, is it? For, 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 as far as I can recall, but that just felt so out of place. It did, me. but I thought it was funny the bit at the end where he is like that. That was good. That was a good chuckle. But uh, particularly, uh, 
with the opening, I felt that was too much like, and here's the paint by numbers steps that to bring you up to speed. Yeah, what that's fair. Been doing. That's fair. I'm a book writer now. My family is upset with me. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's fair. But I did like the existential crisis. Yeah, I thought that the Victor was good. Timely. Interesting. Victor Timely. Do you think that's a? I think the guys on the Weekly Planet were saying it's a reference to Timely Comics. Uh, well, that and also Victor Timely is. A Kang variant that that's directly from the comics. Well, maybe it was a reference then as well. Po- possibly, possibly. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a comic book world. Yeah. Owen Wilson um, turned and went, "Wow, he's there! Wow, 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 wow! wow. 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 That's 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 Kang! That's wow. Yeah. wow!" wow. <laughs> but it, it does does entice me for Loki season two. Yeah, uh, yeah that was the best bit of this film. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> It reminded me of a better thing. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, Loki, that's great. <laughs> so hope- hopefully they can build upon Kang even do you think more. This Victor Timely is this Kang? Uh, I mean, they could do that. That yeah. would be interesting. Sort of bring him back to his roots. We don't know why with. he's got the scars, do we? And this Vic- Victor doesn't have the scars, so it could play into that. No, no. I also was a bit... Yeah, the scars are a bit of an interesting <laughs> yeah, choice. Because I mean, weird. It was just the, hel- <laughs> just the helmet style he doesn't have lines on his face in the comic books it's no just he doesn't helmet. i don't he know doesn't. why that's an interesting route they took and it appears every kang has that now some of them the centurion character didn't and i don't think Ramatet did no he did he had gold ones oh yes he did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. yeah. it's weird it's weird yeah. i don't i didn't get the the lines it, on his it's head it's your kang initiation you gotta get lines you gotta get lines on your face kid. yeah <laughs> get in the circle boys yeah <laughs> It's just Bance, mate. Don't Bance, worry. It's just Bance as he's like cutting his face. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, oh, no, I am looking forward to Loki t- season two. I think yeah. I think it's going to be really else, good. nothing else, this was a great trailer for Loki <laughs> season two. <laughs> what a brilliant trailer this was. It's so good. Because yeah. that is one of the only, now that they've slowed down the Marvel train, that is one Choo-choo. of the only two TV shows that are coming out, isn't it? It's yes. It Loki is. season two and what's the other one? Secret Wars? Yes, Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. <laughs> Secret Invasion. Just the silence. Edit, edit that pause. <laughs> Cut that. Yeah, Cut Secret that. Invasion, which is also an interesting premise. Uh, I, I, like, I like the concept yeah, behind should that. should be cool. It's huge deviation from the, the, the comic namesake, but interesting premise. I mean, it's Nick a cage. It's an interesting Not play. Nick Cage. Nick, Nick Cage, Fury. <laughs> Nick cage <laughs> comes in. Nick Fury. Nick Cage is one. He gets into it. I would love that. Nick Cage, Secret He's Invasion. Everybody's being invaded by Nick Cage's. That would be fucking amazing. Um, this phase is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. We have Ant-Men and the Hornet's Nest. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, where every- everyone's dying. The Marvels, Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, and then Blade Woo! is closing up this phase. Interesting. I can't really see any of the other ones other than the Marvels maybe involving Kang, or at least like this style of Kang, like Kang the Conqueror, multi-dimensional Kang, unless yeah. like in New World Order, a variant of Kang turns up. Yeah. But then you've like, got to reintroduce him again. Not necessarily, because I have think him maybe... in the background, cutting well, his face. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he's in prologues, yeah, post credit scenes. He he can be in he, like Thanos was because Thanos didn't have a huge amount to do other than Guardians of the Galaxy sitting on a chair. 
Exactly. You know, floating, waxing lyrical about galaxies and blood and bathing. You know, <laughs> stop bathing in blood, mate. Stop. I just, it's so good for the skin, rich in iron. <laughs> it makes but, it pink and purple. But, <laughs> but it, it, they, they could go the old school route, and Kang can now be sort of rendered to the post-credit scenes and little nugget scenes as and when they want. I don't know. Or Maybe. they could have him as characters in the show or the movie, sorry, but never really address him as Kang. So he could be the Machiavellian in the background that we're like, oh, that's Kang, but no one knows him. Yeah, as that Kang would be in interesting. And he's just cutting himself. Just yeah, so, it's like the pantomime. He's behind you, but he's you know we don't really know. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> and it's like they turn around and he's not there. Oh no, he isn't. He isn't. <laughs> It's just a guy cutting his face. Why are you doing that? Why you... Stop it. Stop doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, bad then? Is that what we're saying? Broadly bad? I'd or... say it's broadly fine, but you guys are obviously a little bit I don't more ordinary than I am. I think I'm going... It's like, like, that's where I'm going. It's broadly... I don't know. I'm going to try and be positive this time, so I'm going to say broadly fine. I'm going to say, guess, watch it at your not peril. That's a good indictment. Watch it at your peril. Um, you sound so bitter. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... They keep stealing from me. <laughs> it sounds so bitter. You know, it's... let it go. <laughs> like... No, um, I refuse. I'm going to... I'm going to side with Broadly Fine as well. So overall, the Phantom Zone's rating is Broadly Fine. Okay? But I do think it's bad in points. But I think it's broadly fine because it's a great trailer for Loki. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good trailer for Loki. That's that's what I'm giving it. Cool. Well, I hope you've had fun, gang. I feel like we should close up. Do you want to close up, Sim, or should I close up? Or Toby, do you want to close up? Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you've enjoyed listening to us here, you can find us on multiple platforms where you find your podcasts. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Uh, we've got exciting news coming up as well. Might be a new website on the way. Ooh. And ghosts are haunting you now. <laughs> um, and we've got more episodes coming out with UK Film, which is going to be exciting. We have our... Uh, friend podcast, I guess, sister podcasts, adjacent podcasts, uh, the Scream Tests and Gay Actually, which is great. They're really good. Go give them a listen. Hopefully, we'll be doing some crossovers with them in the future, talking about horror comics slash horror films, perhaps like remakes of comics like that, uh, LGBTQ representation in comics and films, all interesting discussions. We'll have some debate episodes coming up as well where Simone and I will go toe-to-toe on Christopher Nolan. It's been long-awaited. I feel like it needs to happen this and year. And Ian is going to lose. I don't think I am anymore. You've you've watched a few and you've not been enjoying them. So I, I feel like by that episode, yeah, you might be... All the good like, stuff's coming up now. All the good stuff's coming The up. good stuff's coming. Yeah, the good stuff. He's when? growing when? as a director, you know. Okay, not the time. <laughs> not the time. We'll have more interesting stuff talking about art and artists. Toby's, uh, you know, we've been discussing, you know... Ezra Miller, uh, Justin Rowland, things like that. So we'll have a good episode about that, won't we, Toby? We will indeed. Yeah, just good uplifting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's nice and positive on the Phantom Zone. <laughs> and we've got our 10-minute talks where we discuss The Last of Us and maybe some new shows coming up, maybe The Mandalorian. It'd be good to talk Ooh, about that. Yeah, Another, It's just Pedro Pascal podcast, really. 
Yeah. That's truly rebranded. The Pedro Hour. The Pedro Hour. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, it's been a pleasure to have you listen to us and we hope you've enjoyed. Thank you for staying with us as long as you have. And uh, we'll see you next time. So thank you very much. And it's goodbye from me. Skipper find them. <laughs> I just, wanted, yeah, I just want to say thank you to Hudson East for our amazing intro music. Oh yeah, yeah, As thank always. you. Appreciate you, dude. But it's also goodbye from them. And it's also <laughs> goodbye from us. It's goodbye. Goodbye. Chris, come back, we need you. Yeah, we really do. It's a fucking mess. Bye. Twenty minutes. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.